Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, I am traveling right now. I'm in Brisbane, Australia. I'm here for an event that we've called the presence of God. In my prayer of late, I've very much felt a sense of God wanting me to speak on this and, and encountering the presence of God in my own personal life. I think it's going to be an extraordinarily powerful event. For those of you who've asked in other places, uh, will this be available to listen to at other times or participate in? It will, and uh, no one will miss out. Uh, but I'd ask you to pray for this coming Saturday uh, for people that they would, as they spend time with us, that they would be extremely blessed. I think it will be extraordinary. You can go to this place to register if you're able to get there. Uh, I pray that it would be a great blessing to you. Well, we are in this series we've just started called Knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus. As you would hear me say regularly, I don't think that uh, knowing Jesus is about belief alone. I believe it's about an ever-deepening relationship with God. And I want to talk to you about that. Well, let's go to the scriptures first of all, and let's have a look at Luke chapter 5, verse 1. And it says this, Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out to them and were washing the nets. And he got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, asked him to put out a little way from the shore. And then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he'd finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. And when they'd done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled the, both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I'm a sinful man. For he, had all, for he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so, so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who, who are partners with Simon. And then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you'll be catching people. And when they brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. If we were to read the scriptures over and over and we were to look through the last couple of thousand years of history, there are many women and men tell stories of having a confrontation or a meeting with Jesus that so transforms them. There's a moment. And here, 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 the, here are these professional fishermen that have fished all night and they're cleaning their nets and Jesus comes along and he's followed by the crowd. And, well, you can just imagine that people couldn't see him. And so he decides, well, I'll just go out a little bit on the lake. I'll get in a boat and I'll just sit there. And why does he sit? Because teachers in those days sat. <laughs> We're more common for people to stand these days. But in those days, a person of authority sat and then he teaches. And so he talks to the crowd, however big, big that crowd might have been. And then he says, hey, Peter, let's go out and let's fish. Let's throw out your nets. Peter says, listen, Jesus, come on. I'm the professional fisherman. You aren't. Um, and then probably thought, well, OK, I'll do it. I'll do it, you know. Um, 
And uh, he says, Master, we've worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I'll do it. I can almost hear that attitude sometimes in my children. When my children were younger and they would say, oh, mum and dad, what are you talking about? Dad, we know better than you. And then they would say, oh, yeah, okay, because you've said it, we will. Um, and, he, and, and so they push out and what happens is they throw, they have, an they have an experience of catching so much fish that it fills two boats. And, and it says that they are amazed. And in verse eight, it says, but when Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, go away from me. Lord, I'm a sinful man. Uh, for he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. Right? See, when we have an encounter with Jesus, it, it shocks us. And we're not, what do I mean by an encounter? I'm talking about an emotional. I'm talking about an intellectual. I'm talking about an encounter within our spirit where we know we know. I'm not talking about just a dry belief, but a sense of conviction and knowing. It's, it's, almost, it's like a meeting. Now, you might say to yourself, I, I've never had an encounter like that. I've never had an experience like that. Well, in this series, begin to pray today. Lord Jesus, come to me in a deeper way. Come to me in the way that touches me more deeply, whether that be intellectually, emotionally, you know, in some way, allow me to be uh, touched by you. I often pray that, Lord, would you come to me? Lord, would you come to me? Lord, would you come to me more deeply? Would you show yourself to me more deeply? May I encounter you that I'm changed. Because what it then, said, it then says, um, uh, Jesus says, do not be afraid from now on you'll be catching people. In verse 11, and when they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. Think about it, that must have been some encounter. What would cause you to lose everything, to, to leave everything? It would have to be extraordinary, wouldn't it, for you to leave everything behind. That's what it was to meet Jesus. It changed everything about them. Now, what we can do is begin to pray, Jesus, come to me. Jesus, reveal yourself to me. Jesus, show yourself to me. Jesus, may I encounter you more deeply. And in your daily prayer, Make that your prayer. Lord, come to me at this time that I may live in you, know my life in you, know who you are and have been changed by, by you. And, and what we have to do, I found, is you've got to create almost like a sense of desperation around the prayer. It's not just a throwaway prayer, but that sense of really longing for. And it's interesting when my children were young and Christmas was coming, if there was something they wanted, there was just like that, I just got to have this. And they were very excited. In a sense, that's what we want to be with, like Jesus. Jesus, I just want you more. Come on, Lord Jesus. Come on. I need you more in my life. And I've found that the scriptures say to us that those who seek God, that God comes to when we genuinely have that sense of urgency and that sense of dedication. I would encourage you to pray like that. Loving Father, we just give you thanks and we give you praise. Lord God, that you want that we would know you. Bless us as we cry out to you. And Lord God, bless those who will gather on Saturday to encounter your presence. May we do that in every place we are. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Hey, God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God's never, ever far from you.